Hello, hello, hello. Thank you all so much for joining me. I am really happy to have you again for a brand new segment, a new episode. As Mental Health Day passed a couple days ago, I never got a chance to post this particular segment. So I decided to make sure I dedicated this particular episode or segment as they call it on this particular platform to Mental Health Day in particular, and it's great that we recognize it in the aspect that it is. We just need to make sure that we are putting together better practices of taking care of ourselves, and so I was hoping to um, share a little bit of everything I've come to experience and just give and shed light to. So, um, as we kick off this first episode with a particular topic of in this particular episode, I wanted to, um, make sure that we cover some grounds on something that's very prevalent in American society and I'm pretty sure it could be said for other countries and uh, maybe even other cultures but I know for sure here in America it is a very big stigma we code ourselves in other people's thoughts and perceptions of us and when we do these things, we lose more of ourselves than what we should. And it leaves us in a disimbalanced state and um, malfunction awareness of uh, where we are in the world and who we are and just how we function in the world in itself and your placement as a person, as an individual. You are your own person, your own self, and your first responsibility is to be aware of yourself um the more you're aware of yourself the more you can be beneficial to yourself and others and that leads to a better culmination of um social interaction and even more so a society in itself and when we give up our power to other people and their perception of us we end up losing the ability to affect change in a way that we should be able to. And as it said within many different articles, it is like, what, over one point some odd decimal points of some sort of a chance of you actually becoming or being anyone else other than yourself. And to me that says that that is very, very significant in that you are one in a billion, one in a zillion, one in a trillion, whatever it may be. And if that is true, then there has to be a specific reason for your being here. There is a more important value of you being the individual that you are rather than culminating to someone else's perception of you 
and maintaining that view to gratify someone else and to make sure you don't stand out that's hurting yourself more than anything else and it's hurting everything else that's around you even more because you're drowning yourself in someone else's perception which means that you're no longer present you've allowed someone else's existence and way of life to overwhelm yours and overcome you so that you won't have to play a role in everything else that's going on and that to me is the deadliest or one of the worst things we could do to ourselves and to the world in itself so as we continue going forward it's going to be very prevalent and important to uncover all those hidden gems inside of you that light you are a light that is precious and wonderful in every kind of way and every perception and every perspective of being an individual we all praise being real being 100 and that is unique in itself a very cute phrase and wonderful and and everything else but not even just a but however you have to also make sure that it's not to be a part of the trend or to be someone else's um I can't even find the word for that. <laughs> but you have to be more than a, a fad. You're not meant to be a trend. And if you do become a trend, be a trend of your own individual self. Be a trend of your own mis- your own um, movement, your own um, creation. You should be the movement of your own perception. And it's not to say that we can't accept uh, the value in, in view of someone helping you, but in all essence, your individuality is your most key and prominent and most powerful piece you have. So don't just be keeping it 100 if you're not really keeping it 100. You have to be who you are, and that's just true to yourself. And not everyone's going to like that. Not everyone's going to be appreciative of it. Not everyone's, not everyone's going to have good good things to say about it or even if they don't or do it's not really about accolades it's about your freedom do you understand the importance of breathing the ability to let go and live and just actually be free the value in that the power that's in that the presence of god that is in that you are the expression of the divine creator in itself in you through you and everything else and your individuality your intrinsic self is not only a piece of the creator but it is very divine in itself that you are here to be who you are and no one else and that's the most important thing you're here to do and the most valuable thing you have is your individuality the more you grow the more beautiful you blossom i mean we look at roses and think, wow, what, what beautiful plant or flower that is, and, and think not not only that it's just beautiful, but extraordinary, and forget how extraordinary it must be for something like that to exist amongst other plants. And there are, what, millions, if not hundreds or thousands of those particular plants that are said to be beautiful, and yet we don't even notice how individualized these plants may be. And in that same essence, everything else in creation is very individualized and yet it works together. 
if you're afraid of standing out, you're afraid of being a part of the world. You're not being of your own self, the integral part in which you're supposed to play as everything else in the world is individualized by its own intrinsic and intricate design. It is made so that it correlates with everything else so that everything can be a part of the bigger picture. And if you're here, what else are you here to do if not to be a part of the picture? If you're here, you have a purpose, you have a design that you are meant to play in your particular roles. Do you understand the intricacy of the tapestry that's here, that's a part of everything? It's a grand design, a magnificent and extraordinary design. And for you to fade out is the most inconsiderate thing you could ever do. You shed your light and then dim it. And you're wondering why your life isn't where it's supposed to be. You shut yourself out. Who are you to tell the creator that you should not exist in any kind of capacity? You are an individual and it's your divine right to be an individual. It's the divine creation that made you, that gave you life, that gave you the breath that you breathe. And in any capacity in which you're here, you're supposed to do these things as you are as a divine being to be here and to allow yourself to bolster yourself in the creativity that you are. You are not just another blank canvas that people can paint on. You are the canvas in which you've been designed to be. So why not create on that canvas as you see fit? It is yours to design upon. Yes, the creator is going to help you brush the pen against this particular canvas, the paintbrush against this particular canvas. You are still in control of your life. And as much as people say destiny and what's the term? Um, Fate. Fate is you having the ability to control the assets in your life that you are able to control, that you do control. There's more to you than just being here. You are meant to do great things and it's up to you to do those particular things. And not to give anyone else that power authority to change that or take that away from you. You are the most intrinsic and impeccable being that's been made since the time of your birth. And you shadowlessly give aim to the most impeccable source of creation, the ability to be here in a way that you are. So why not shine your light from the ends of the earth to the other side of the earth? Why not give voice to your creation that you are made of and made in? Why not give thrill and and enjoyment and passion and, and invoke the inexplicable right to be here as a being of great purpose and light. You are what you are and that's what you are and no one else can take that from you. Not their judgments, not their perspectives, not their thoughts. They have no right to take anything from you other than what you're willing to give them. If you're willing to give them your whole self and nothing else and everything else, then you've given them the power and authority to do so. It's up to you to choose where you're going from here to there. It's up to you to choose where you want to be and where you're going to go. 
and from here and on and anywhere else. It's all up to you. And if that's the choice and if that's the truth, then where are you going with your life if you don't want to go anywhere else but to be shunned away from your own personal truth? You are your own destiny, your own worst fear. You are your greatest weakness. And only you can solve these particular, I don't want to say issues, but instances. Whether you're at your highest or your worst, you are your best chance or your worst chance of creating a difference in your life and changing things for the better. And we should hope that you don't want to change it for the worse. I understand that some of us are teenagers and emotions are high and life is changing and different and there are things you could not expect or not know how to deal with. But as you're growing up, you'll understand that it's just just one of those days. And you'll be just fine. It's up to you to choose whether you're going to go through life the way you are or become something better, different. You understand that even if you are not the most popular person in school, the not not the most uh, adorable or loved or accentuated person in school, that at some point you're going to be out of that particular position. You're going to be 10 years away from where you once were and life will be a lot different. It's just the place where you're at now. And sometimes it's not that easy and that's okay. You have to choose whether you're going to push yourself forward to where you want to be at and get there. And if you're going to stay stuck, you're choosing. No one else is choosing but you. And if you choose to stay where you are, then that's what you want to be and that's what you want to do. Because you won't get out of that particular state that you're in. And the more you choose to stay in that place, the longer you'll be there and the worse it'll be and the worse it can get. Because you will allow, manifest those things to be in a way that you will let them be. And for some of us like me, I just can't let that be. I can't sit there and stay in the the zone of discontentment and, and hurt, anguish. So why not pull myself together and pull myself through to something else better? And it's not to say... Oh, I just made the decision overnight. Of course, it took many tries and many tribulations to try to say, I'm going to do these things and get these things done. But it's the opportunity to never give up, to always say, I'm going to persevere. I'm going to prosper. I'm going to get there no matter what happens. And you know what ends up happening? You prove to yourself that you are the person that you say you are. And you become that. And even if it takes you your whole lifetime, would it be better to have seen the dream come true rather than it not? Or or would it be better to let yourself languish where you are and never to have attained anything that you wanted? I'm not willing to give up on any part of my dream, any part of what I want for my life, and neither should you. The things we strive for, the things that make us who we are and what, what makes us much more stronger and better. And if we keep striving for those things, at some point, eventually we'll gain the opportunity to attain those things. And your character, your strength, your gifts, your power will prove to you that you are able and should be able 
to get these things as you've proven to yourself as many times as you've had to that you are really, really ready and able to do these things. And don't worry if you fall down and fail a couple times. That's just fine. It's a learning process. You're going to fail. You're going to fall over. You're going to get down. You're going to beat yourself up. And then you're going to wonder, am I going to get back up again? And you can. You have to choose to do so. And if you fall again, you have to choose to do so to get back up. It's just a way of life. It's just part of life to continuously effort to keep climbing the mountain that you're climbing. Because the satisfaction is at the top. When you're finally satisfied, you're like, all right, now, I can come down now. I've made it to where I wanted to be at. And if it's supposed to be a permanent place you want to be at, then fine. Be there and don't come back down. Traveling backwards is not where you want to go. Because there's nothing else left back there. I once had someone tell me, you know... You choose the state of mind you want to be in. And if you choose to be there, it's like saying, I'm moving to a better place now. And you go back, you you, you go to your new place. You change the cable over to the new place, the lights to the new place, your gas, your water bill. And yet you go back to the old place and you haven't cut off the lights and You cut the lights on there and you're paying the bill for two places. Would you do that in a real place? If you were coming from renting an apartment to living in a new home, would you keep the lights on there while someone else is staying there? Would you let someone else occupy that space and use up your energy to fulfill their particular needs? That's the same thing as having a double mind. You don't want to live in two places. And I'm not saying that it's easy to come out of those things. It really is easier said than done. But it's not impossible. Quit paying the bill that once was where you lay. And continue to pay the bill to where you're going to lay. And are trying to lay. And stick with it. Don't go backwards and forth and wondering he, ha, who, what, where, how. That's out of the question. When you move forward, you move forward and you don't step backwards. And of course, you'll observe your area, make sure you're doing just fine and how you're doing. But never, never, ever go back. You're never the same person you were once before. Hey, you're not even the same person you were two seconds ago. You know why? If you go and do the research, they show you and share with you that you form new synapses in the brain within your day-to-day activities and changing of your habits of being yourself. When you form new habits, when you form new patterns, you change the synapses. In that same effort, you're changing who you are with every decision you make. When you choose to be someone else different, you choose to be the greatest version of yourself or the worst. If you choose to be mediocre and you're you're stuck there, you have the power and authority to change that. But it's up to you to change that. If you don't change it, what are you going to be? Mediocre, worse, or better? You are what you say you are. No matter what happens in this time of, of life and commitment to anything else, you are what you say you are. Until you get with that, you're going to always be what you say you are. 
Choose. Choose what you want to be. Choose who you are. Choose what you're going to operate. And stick with it. Don't let anyone else tell you who you are. Don't let anyone else turn you around. Don't let let anyone else tell you who you can or cannot be. Don't. The past does not dictate the the present or the future. It can inform you of what once may have happened, but it cannot dictate. You are the present state. That means that you dictate the future. So dictate. Say what is and say what it's going to be. Not, not anyone else. You let all these other voices come into your head to determine you and tell you where to go and what to do and how to do those things. You give your power and authority to someone else. Stop giving your authority away and keep it. Stay with it. Do you know why they say the power of the phone is in the mind? Because that's where you operate from. And in truth, it's really from your spirit, which is below your heart. That's the solar plexus that you give authority to the rest of your information that go through your body. So feel from your spirit who you are, where you are, and determine with yourself how you're going to get there and where you're going to get there. It takes work and dedication that isn't always going to be one second decision and it's, and it's done. You have to keep on making that same choice every single day. And if it's really rough, sometimes it's every moment. And until you've ingrained in your spirit, your heart, and your mind, and your body, that you have the authority and that you've chosen to do these things, you want to keep on tussling. But you have to believe what you say. You have to believe what you do. You have to believe in what you're going to do and what you're saying and how you're going to get there. You. Everyone else can be convinced of anything and everything else around you about anything they've seen or believed. But only the person dictating the vessel that you are in can do and steadily repeat the things that they're going to do. It's up to you. We can get into the science of the mind and all that stuff and... I'm sure I will because that's part of what I'm willing to help with other people. But the mainstay of all this is that you are the operator of your own destiny. You create that pathway. You create the best version of your life. And no matter what happens, you can create the events that you want to have for yourself in your life in this creation. Will yourself to be. Will yourself to be as strong and capable, as powerful as you want to be. The things you want in life, you can attain those things. It's part of you. It's part of your destiny. You can change those things if you choose to do so. Don't let anyone else change you. Don't let anyone else take anything away from you. Change for yourself and for those who may be benefiting from you. It's going to benefit them much more when it's for you. And not everyone else. That means it's false change. The only way things become of a permanence is if you stick with it. Make it authentic. Make it real to you. Make it make it prevalent to you. When it's prevalent to you, it'll be apparent to anyone else that's around you. Pay attention to what you do and no one else will be worried about what else is going on that once might have been going on. It's up to you. You change your life for the better or the worse. 
Stop letting everything else dictate what you're supposed to do. Be you. Be true to yourself. It's not about just you get one life. It's just about the fact that you get to be free. And if that's the great premise of the country that America, quote unquote, is built upon, then why aren't you being free? Why aren't you setting yourself free? Writing your own rules and living by those rules. Now I'm not saying go out here and beat the person that made you upset. I'm not saying go out here and trip the person that that cut you off. I'm not saying go out here and bomb someone else's car. All that I'm saying is that if you want to live your best life, live it and not let anyone else take that away from you because it is free. Do no harm and be good to other people. And the rest is all good. You know, you, you want the life you want and I'm sure everyone else wants the same thing. And if that's the truth, living and let live is part of the life that we live. And accomplishing your dreams is part of the life that we get to have. So it's up to you what you do with your life. And until you decide that you're going to go forward with the way you want your life to be, you'll repeat the same old patterns, the same old way of life, the same old orchestra will keep on playing, and you'll get the same old sad song. You keep on crying in the middle of the night. You'll keep on crying about A, B, C, and D. You'll keep on, quote unquote, dying inside because you can't get away from A through Z. It's up to you. It's you. You have authority to change your life the way you want. It's up to you. No one else can do that for you. And the more you allow yourself to keep on changing, the better you can get. And not be, be so afraid to change for the better. Not everyone else is going to be able to get to be you within your life. So be you. Do you. Just grow and, and, and mature and just spread your wings and fly, girl. I mean, let yourself be. And everything else will come into fruition as it's supposed to be. And that effort, I think the point has been grasped as to the importance of self and the dedication to oneself to be true to yourself and to let yourself be and to grow and we'll continue more segments on the way we can help ourselves with our um, decision and choices and the whole shebang if you will I'm not going to get too much into detail about where we're going with this. Um, I mean, evidently it's going to be in the same premise, but we're going to get more um, cognitive about what we are able to do as people and what we're not supposed to be doing because clearly there are some things that are not supposed to be done and there are other things that should be done. And so as we go forward, we'll make better decisions about ourselves, about our life and where we're going and Life will get better for everyone. It's just up to us to make those decisions. And I'll allow fear porn and all the rest of this other stuff to dictate our life. I actually believe we inform the world we live in. So with that being said, I will leave you all for tonight because I need to get ready to go to bed and get ready for work. And in that effort, I wish you all many blessings, peace, and prosperity light and love and growth and 
your truth, your I am. This is our spirituality of I am. And you are as you say you are. So be it. And with that, good night. Love you. And I'll see you on the next round. What? my tail I have been grinding I have been keeping my head right where it needs to be at to make my next steps much more prominent and so I have been really busy and I hope you all can forgive me that I haven't recorded in quite a while I was supposed to record a couple weeks ago but it didn't work out so I'm going to give you guys two recordings, um, podcast videos, if you will, to listen to and be a part of as well. So you can have the opportunity to um, double down on some more greatness, if you will, of uh, experience and uh, the universe's wisdom, well, teachings for me that I hope will lead you onto your pathway. I have um, had quite a journey these past couple weeks, what, maybe even a month or so, and I think it's been a bit of a uh, standing and purpose, so I'm striving and, you know, it's, it's part of the process of growing and maturing and just getting where we're supposed to go. And I believe that's for everyone. and. Every now and again, you know, you get off track with other things and things have to be done a certain type of way. So we'll just work it out the way we can and, and um, keep striving for the best. And the last recording um, podcast we had, we were on a topic of um, the premise of loving yourself and being who you are, being true to who you are. And a good question would probably be, how do we know who we are, or how do you get there, or how do you know who you are, and divining that, discerning that for yourself is not always easy if you're consistently being quote-unquote programmed by your circumstance programming. Everything is a program. The universe is in itself a holographic um, formulation of intelligences brought on by the creator who is dividing the world to be in existence. And I don't like to put it that way because it sounds so dreary and not so um, heartfelt. So in essence, that is um, part of the view of how things tend to be. But if you honestly consider the um, altruistic view, it is out of love that we were made and that we're here for. And anyone can say anything different, that's their perspective, but I've always chosen and known to believe that the creator is in love with his creation or her creation, however you like it. And 
that's what permeates through to me whenever I engage with a creator on anything. And that's what I believe should um, be relevant to our existence and uh, how we engage with, with each other and the world around us and how we do our due diligence and live our best life. And in any given capacity, we can, you know, look at it in the best way and some people may look at it in the worst way. And your outlook tends to be the way you feel and act and think and do things. So I'm on the up end. I try to keep that on the up end as best I can and get things in the right perspective and order. And I hope you do the same thing. So how do we get to where we want to be at in our world of um, tumultuous energies and uh, just just incapacitative uh, frequencies that you know passes by every single day that we just wish we didn't have to deal with and sometimes you just have to deal with because it's just part of the day and you just want to go on about your way and not have to deal with those other things that seem to be so just so bothersome and not what you want to deal with on a regular basis and uh, looking at ourselves and what we need to do next for ourselves is much more important than dwelling on the boo-hoos and the ha-has or whatever you want to call it so let's get into um, you know the path of perfecting oneself and that takes time, it takes effort and diligence and we're getting on that pathway for most of us because we're not giving up and cheers to that because giving up is the worst thing we could do. With that being said, um, the pathway to oneself and how do we know who we truly are and what's not us and what is us. So, I may mention before, I believe in my first or second podcast, I um, classified myself as transgender. And for me, that has been the most interesting, (laughs) the most interesting um, experience of, um, you know, realizing who you are and having to... Um, be at peace with that Um, not even just be at peace with that because it sounds like oh woe is me well in any case um, but be um, be in line with that being in line with who you are because um, labels aren't everything and labels don't mean that um, the world can understand um everything the way that it should be but at least it gives a, a good denotation of how they can understand certain things and in my journey I had a lot of different experiences and you know I've always been taught you know you can't always you know cry about you know your concerns but 
you always have to, you know, look for the best in other things, hope for the best in other things, and look to the light that, you know, brings out the best in everything. And we always do our best to make sure we're doing that. And I guess in those uh, tumultuous times of my life, I had to really dig deep to keep seeing the best in things and hoping the best in other things. As uh, I've learned one way of living, and thought that was the only way that I could be and thought that was, you know, all there was. And, you know, I just didn't really understand exactly how um, I could be anything else when there was nothing else out there for me to know it was anything else. We didn't really watch TV. I mean, we had TV shows because we had uh, a TV, but cable wasn't always a... Um, a staple, but it wasn't no sad story, you know, I'm not trying to but, you know, um, even so, our mom always made us go outside, because when she came home, and her stories were on, uh, guess who's going to be um, out of the room? We were. <laughs> out of the living room and it's time for her stories and for the next so many hours we would be outside having fun, doing our thing, and um, enjoying the outdoors and you know you weren't you weren't always allowed to be inside the house especially if you stay with the old school you weren't going to be inside the house I never knew about RuPaul until I got you know to, well, I guess I might have seen her but I didn't really get what was going on because I guess I was maybe oblivious and no really kind of commented or if they did I didn't um catch it or it didn't really matter to me but um I didn't know that there was anything other than um what I was being raised to be and so um coming up with um the millennial generation you go to school and people learn other things than what you learn and so you pick up on things and I learned what being gay was. I didn't know that that was, you know, a terminology until other people pointed it out. I didn't know what, um, you know, faggot was. And, you know, these different, you know, malicious things that I would hear from occasion had baffled me because, you know, I just knew I had feelings. Well, yeah, I just knew I had feelings and... I hadn't even gotten the opportunity to decipher it for myself that they were more intimate towards certain people at certain different points in my life. And out of the blue, someone um, was uh, telling me that having, well, even if I, I don't even know if I noticed it, but um, having those kind of feelings were bad. I wasn't raised to believe they were bad. I was just um, unaware that people were in that boat, in that mindset, that stigma. And at some point I began hating that, you know, perspective of, um, not even their perspective, but just um, the that were already kind of already in their skin who were much more prominent back then when I was coming up in their skin and it was very 
clear to people that that's what that is. And who knows, maybe those kids' moms had pointed it out. Maybe those kids' dad. I have no idea, but those kids would always would make fun of the people who were a bit more feminine or out of character to them. And I don't think it was quite fair, but, you know, we were growing up in a time where it's, you know, the whole, you know, acceptance was not at the pivotal point that we have in 2020. So... I don't like to get too far into it because we all are pretty much aware of those particular times as um you know you grew up and I I guess I kind of just stuck that stuff into a box and shoved it away and I used to get made fun of because my voice was very high I got made fun of because I listened to white people's music as they would call it because I wasn't listening to you know rap R&B hip-hop I, I was a complete Oreo, and <laughs> it was very, uh, um, out of character, and the only people I listened to back then were, like, Brandy, um, ooh, I did like Monica, I did, I didn't, um, but I got Brandy's album when I was at a very young age, and I was like, oh my god, I love her. Um, I had the experience in the, in the, the, um, great wisdom of my mom and my uncle and my aunt, who, uh, no, all those people who, you know, appreciated the old school. And I, as of course, as a young person, we all were like, boo, no one wants to listen to that, boo. You know, you get into that vibe of not wanting to pay attention to it. But as I got older, I was like, hey. I like how this feels. It's very warm. It's very nurturing. All these things. And, you know, I had to develop a taste for my own culture because I was a bit more on the Oreo side. So that didn't, um, well, that just made my boat a little bit more heavier than other people's. So I didn't really fit in. I was on the outside, on the outskirts, and not to mention I didn't have the finest clothes in the world, but, you know, we were like people, like, we just, we just care about people just doing the, the good that we could do in the way that we could, but it was, um, there that I started to uh, get made fun of because of my voice, and I was like, lo and behold, I've got to do something. I can't be, you know, made to be something that I'm not. I don't want nobody trying to make me A, B, C, and D. And even though I heard and I got the concept of what they were meaning when they were making fun of the the guys who were more feminine at those times, and, you know, when they called them those things and eventually started picking up on the terminologies, I didn't want no one to make fun of me, I hid. I didn't know there were any other options. It was just uh, four people in um, in my circle. And I had to be the oldest. I had to make sure I kept myself together so that no one would bother my brothers because if they thought I was weak, what would they do? But, you know, that's looking at it at a very, um, a very analytical way I guess I just kind of knew intuitively like if I don't want to get beat up don't do this if I don't want to have these problems don't do this and 
eventually I created this person that existed because of fear and you know the resentment of other people that I didn't want to experience and I knew then that I had to make sure I was a lot better than them in that particular instance because I thought it was wrong it was um unculpable and I hated myself for years afterwards but it was the way that I thought I had to be in order to survive so when you create these personas in yourself you end up making yourself out to be something that you're not really meant to be and who knows maybe some people get stuck with get get stuck with it and they stick with it and they just kind of live that life and it turns out you know I don't want to say better or not but you know it turns out that they never had the opportunity to reflect and see that they didn't have to stay the way that they were but not everyone got that opportunity not everyone else was in that boat and I had to be the person to realize that all of my uh, anger issues, all of my uh, compression and just, you know, emotional instability contributed to me functioning in a way that I was never meant to function. And to other people, that might be, oh, you know, you just, you know, figure you were just able to I had to learn for myself and as you'll have to learn for you what is and what isn't you it's in the same boat and I didn't want to get too far into my story of my journey because this is not all that I am and it's just part of the tapestry that I've experienced and had to grow out of and come into where and who I am and now I live my life as best I can as anyone else as best I should and my rude awakening was when I had um, got a job and there was this one person, this guy, I just could not live without. And I, I thought it was me being ignorant. And, you know, if you ever had to read any of the Bible, it can scare the living dickens out of you if you're on the opposite side of the fence. Hit, hit. Um, and I don't put people's religion down, so I'm, not, I'm only, for the people that know how that feels, they understand where that comes from, but, um, you have to be very, uh, capable of discerning, you know, what your values are and who you are, and I didn't have that yet, I, I just knew that. I wanted to be a good person, I wanted to do good things, and I was always trying to care for other people. And I needed to care for myself. And at some point, I had um, become very religious, spiritual, and thought that God would punish me for my being different and all these different things. And it, it just made me not admit to the circumstance I was living in. And, I came to a point of realizing that I'm in a place I should not be. And I don't know, I had a spiritual experience that just changed my entire life. It just opened my my, my heart 
rocket that was there. It was like like stone. It was like hard. Just I don't know how, how people could live like that for the rest of their entire existence, but like someone took mud and just thopped you up right in the middle of your heart and you couldn't feel the glow that's supposed to be there. And God must have I mean, the creator just took 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 the care and, and diligence that I I I never understood was um possible and woke me up. And the mud wall that was there crumbled and the hardness that was there began to just dis- dissipate and I started becoming more in tune with myself, more in line with who I was and more okay because I just, I had to let it go. Because, you know, when you when you go through your spiritual journey, when you go through your self-realization, you, in an epiphany sort of way, start to realize, hey, this is messed up. I need to uh, re- recoup. I need to revamp. I need to uh, trade in my shoes for a different set of shoes. I need to go back and walk where I once did and figure out what went wrong and travel where I once did to figure out where it went wrong. And as I did, I started to realize I was unwinding those things I put on myself. I unwound those things that that bound me and tied me down. And as much struggle as it, as it went through, as I went through, I was being more relieved and happy that I was able to free that that person that I knew was, knew was there. It just would always go back underneath. One day, as I was having a communication with the creator, I just, you know, the way I, I do my, my life, one day I was just, you know, uh, urging from my heart, you know, some understanding, and out of nowhere, it was like a blinding light almost, if you will. Boom! And I was like, whoa, I'm walking to go to work, I think it was, and I was like, it was like, my real self just shot up in front of me just shot up in front of me and I just knew it was me and I was in denial because you don't want to stand out you don't want to be in front of the crowd and be the ass of everyone's joke you don't want to be the the person they point at and you don't want to be the person that they look at and say oh who no uh uh da 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 and it was the first time I really saw me, and it, quite honestly, scared the living crap out of me. I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to feel. I knew I was not going to be caught being something I shouldn't, quote-unquote, shouldn't be. And I was in denial, even after, you know, yeah, I was in denial for a while. And when you release your real um when you release your restraint or not even that how to, how to put this 
when you relieve yourself of the burden you once had and the blockage is gone, it's that same with the saying, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. I could not put the genie back in the bottle. I could not put it back. I was trying my best to shove this BI back into her container. I was not going to let her be. I did not want that to be for nothing in this world. I just... <laughs> I cried. I screamed. I beat myself. I was not going to be the thing that I did not want to be made fun of. And I just couldn't let it be. I just couldn't let it be. I just couldn't let it be. And no more, no matter what I would try to do... I couldn't, I couldn't shy away from, I couldn't shut it out. I couldn't shy away from the radiance that came out, that came out to be vibrant and just who I was and who I am. And I had to learn to, I don't want to say cope, but get over that, that past, that fear, that denial of myself. The next thing I know, I find myself getting more comfortable, getting more confident and courageous for, it wasn't even just that, but getting more confident to get to the point where I could be able to say I'm courageous, but getting more confident to say, hey, this is me. I'm not going nowhere else. I'm not going to back down. I'm not going to believe anything else nobody else tells me. I'm not going to exist in any other kind of capacity. I am going to, I am me. I, this is, I'm going to claim it and I'm going to remain in it. And it took some years. It took some years. It took some, some tumultuous effort to accept and be in, in demand of everyone not just myself but everyone to see me and not to distinguish me as in like distinguish if I okay right and to distinguish I mean you can distinguish me if it's all for the better of who I truly was but not to distinguish me I didn't want to be extinguished or I said distinguish I'm sorry extinguish me <laughs> extinguish me um for who I am and I lost a lot of friends throughout the way lost a lot of people that didn't really care for it and I understand you know it's different and I I I got upset a few times but for the most part I said hey I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight for my day fighting for me I had to give up those things that weren't for me and, and just say hey it is what it is this is who I am and you gotta love where you lay and and in the skin that I was I was currently traveling through, I just had to I don't know, I don't want to say love love it, but no no no, I don't want to say I didn't love it, but trying to interpret those different feelings I had now being where I am now is a little bit different. So it was a coming of age and a story in and of itself and as I'm sure you have your own stories, your own outlets and things you've had to experience, I will leave you right there. 
and then we'll get more into the things you have to do to conquer those fears, the things you have to say to yourself, the things you have to refute, refuse, release, relinquish. And don't worry, I mean, I'm not, (laughs) you're not giving up your life. You're giving up the, the fallacy giving up the illusion that's been there for so many years, so many weeks, many days, I don't know, but for so many years and you're giving yourself the best blessing, the opportunity to breathe, the opportunity to be and exist confidently as you are. There's no greater reward than to be you, to be yourself, and to be true to yourself. It's not to be afraid of being that. At one point, I was so bold, I would fight you. I would, I would, excuse me, I would beat your boop, boop, boop. If I, I would tell your story, and it would be on the next episode (laughs) so you have to stay stay tuned for that one so um, I will share that story with you because it was quite interesting for me and a lot of other people and I just I just I congratulate I think I just want to congratulate myself feel just so good about you know the confidence the 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 capacity to just say hey F it I'm just gonna be it I'm just gonna be me I'm just gonna do me I'm just gonna feel me like hey you can't tell me nothing you can't tell me nothing you hear me nothing I'm me and that's all I have to be that's all you have to be that's all you have to be If you get to breathe, like, breathe. Breathe the same. You, you'll never breathe the same. And it's when you truly breathe for the first time that you can honestly tell people that you don't know what it means to fresh breath of air just to say I am because you are so I will get back to you on the next segment the next well not next segment we'll be in last week but the next episode and I will see you on the next couple minutes or so maybe an hour or two somewhere around there but I'll catch up with you guys on the next round bye Hello, hello, hello. Thank you guys for joining me. I know it's been a little while. I've been a little busy and I'm back. I'm doing everything I need to do to make things happen. So I'm hoping you are doing the same for you. 
And as this is really important to me and that I love to share my ins and outs of this particular uh, segment especially, um, I came to let loose. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, as we are on the topic of self, um, not even just in the egotistical meaning of self, we are more into the aspect of who you truly are and coming to understand what that means to the individual that is searching, looking towards and understanding the I am is quintessentially the you that you should be or not even should be because no one can tell you who you should be but the you that is really there that's present hand and the you that has been made by external circumstance and decisions and choices and habits that have been brought upon you because of your external circumstances. We often forget that when we start off in our life, we are a blank slate. And that means that anything and everything can be imprinted upon us until we're able to start designing our own quote unquote mainframe and how that should look, how that should be with the bells and the whistles, if you will, attached. And we get to a certain point in our life when we realize we're not who we thought we were or should be. We're not who we want to be or could be. And some of us have a meltdown, breakdown. Others have that epiphany and make a quick adjustment. Others are much more apt to find someone to help them figure out what it is that they need to do to make that particular adjustment while some of us are just throwing our hands in the air and may not even be aware and uh, knowing that you have been programmed, if you will, matrix style, kidding. but you've been programmed to be a certain type of way because of your external circumstance. And life has its quirks, it has its upbringings, and to some effect it has its downsides. And we get to a certain point in life and wonder and see that um, our perspectives have been changed and shifted. And it's not always by our own self. and may not always seem to be to our um, or for our best intentions, but inevitably that's where you are and that's how you got to where you got to be at. And for the rare individuals who got to be imprinted upon or gain their perspective of self from their circumstances and it worked in their favor, you are one of the very lucky few and that is wonderful and nothing to be ashamed of or criticized over because you were able to do so in the manner in which you were able to, which was just the fact that I wouldn't say luck would have it, but as they say, luck would have it, you were able to grow into who you were and were always supposed to be. And that's wonderful. It's nothing against that at all. I think that's an amazing uh, encounter that you didn't have have the dealings that other people had to deal with and maybe you can share light to someone else on 
how you grew up and how you got to be who you are and where you are. And that entails a journey that is different from other people who are having to rebuild and figure out who it is they're supposed to be, who it is that they should be to them and not to everyone else. And the picture is always painted by the ones outside of you. And it's not that they are attempting to control you or to control what you do. It's the fact that when they've gotten used to you being some type of way for so long, that's all they know. That's all they've been used to. And it's nothing against you to necessarily just hold you back. But when they're used to something, people are creatures of habit. And it's not to say that we can't change, but because we get into the habit of being uh, habitually one way, we get accustomed to it and we want to be comfortable. And the more comfortable we get to be, the more we get to be in ourselves exactly the way we are comfortable. And you make someone else uncomfortable. They don't like that. They don't like to see the change and the growth and the maturity and the new you. And not always because it's them hating on you. It's just that it's change. It's not comfortable. It's not always favorable. And not everyone is going to not like the change. Not everyone's not going to have a hand up against you or uh, a verse to speak to you about and to speak against you. Not everyone's going to be that person. But there are those that do feel uncomfortable when things change. And in any effort, when when things are volatile and up, upheaval, upheaval is, is there, you find that it's not comforting. And what do we say? People are, are used to comfort and want to be comfortable until you don't want to be anymore. And that's a whole different story. And that brings a level of disconcertment for some people and uh, discontentment and not really knowing where they're supposed to go and how to deal with things that have changed. And that's okay. Well, for you, you have to become aware that that can't make you not have to change for yourself because you know what you need. And they have to learn that them being uncomfortable is only a short period of time if they really truly value you in the way that they should. And not everyone can, not everyone will. And As a great teacher might have said before, some people are roots, some people are tree trunks, some people are the branches, the limbs, and some people are leaves meant to fly away. And not everyone will be the people that you want them to be and stick around. And that's the truth. You have to be very aware of the fact that not everyone is going to be you. Not everyone's going to be comfortable with the brand new you. And... As you change and shift and grow, you'll find that life is like a box of chocolate. You never know what you're going to (laughs) get. And it's not to say that you should be um, hesitant, but in every regard, we should persevere in who we want to be. And as we keep on growing, we will undoubtedly face different... um, uh, 
I want to say contest against what you're changing yourself into. And that's only because people are used to one way of being and they just want that particular way of being and nothing else. And because of that, they are not going to be comfortable with the fact that you are changing. And that's just what that is. And until you get comfortable with the fact that someone else is not going to always like what you are, who you are, and how you are coming into your new self, you're going to always look to them to not necessarily be a point of approval, but is this okay? Is this going to be a big problem? Because you still want those same old things in a certain type of way. And it's not to make it to be always bad because when you're changing and you're growing and going to something new, you have to let go of the old. And it takes a certain amount of patience, perseverance, and time. And you can't hang on to all those old things. And those people you want to keep around, you fight the universe, you fight your change and progress only to find out that you still don't want the old thing, you want the new thing. And the more you realize that some things are meant to be held on to when it comes to these different circumstances or people, <clears throat> you are inevitably pushing the envelope. You're making it more trying than what you have to be. And because of that in itself, you are not necessarily struggling, but coming to the realization that if this is really going to go the right way, someone isn't going to make it. And that someone doesn't have to be you. And it's not to say that you're trying to say bye to everyone else. And it may be that you are because some people won't let go. But some things just happen and if they kind of can't be there for the final countdown of your transformation then that's just where they are and it's not anything evil it's not anything bad it just means that you're at this particular state of point of your life and that's just how it is and we also have to be cognizant of what we do and how we do it because if we're just being off-putting and not being very uplifting and and open to other people being here, then the inevitable output and outlook will end up being that we don't get where we want to be. And the circumstances change, it shifts, and you become the opposite of what you're going for. What do I mean by this, if you will? We don't intend to push people away, and that's not something you should do. So if your ego is in the wrong place and your mindset is in the wrong uh, intention, then whatever you're doing to shift your focus and to shift your way around may not be in the right way. So you have to be aware of the hows and whys and whos and where and when because it could be that you're only changed because you don't like something and that particular something doesn't make you very comfortable. 
you don't care about this and you don't want this, you don't want that. And granted, in certain circumstances, it's okay, but there are other circumstances where it's more immature. Less maturity on your end or in the the incapability of actually learning to grow, you deter. Well, and it's not to say that we can't deter from certain things when we need to. It's just that you'll know for yourself exactly what you should or should not be doing, how you should or should not be doing it, and when you should be doing it, and why that comes into play when you're having to dissect who you are, where you're going, and how you're going to get there, and what that all means. So these different layers you've built will start to fall away as you go through them. And if you can't truly discern between the growth and immaturity, you will definitely sometimes make the wrong decision about how you're doing the things you're doing. So when it comes to you and other people and how you're supposed to do them, well, the particular growth and progress, you will find your answer if you're in the right place, the right way, the right thing, the right time of your growth and your behavior. So it's up to you to truly discern what you're doing and why you're doing it and what you're doing it for and who you're doing it for. If you're changing for the world to be more accepting, more um, allowing, well, not even just allowing, but um, just accepting of you so that you can be comfortable or that they can be comfortable, then is it the right thing for you to do? Sometimes progress is not doing anything. Sometimes just not doing anything at all is the one way you can figure out or make the right decision. We have to also remember that You won't have everything laid out for you. It's not going to be rose-colored glasses that protect you from the reality of your world that you're shifting. Well, not even just that you should be weary or anything of that nature. It's just that when you are in the place that you are, you will be confronted by yourself and by the world around you when things are not the way that they once were. So getting comfortable with the idea that you have to make the difference of what is truly taking place. We have to also remember how we identify with the true self and the one that we've been given you've probably been used to saying yes to so many things you've probably been used to saying no to so many different things and the question is did you really mean it is that what you were saying truthfully it it takes some practice to really ask and to consider but 
eventually we all get to a point where we can't really say yes because someone else wants you to say yes. So in that effort, I think we can all agree that it's in our own best interest to decipher who we are, where we are, and where we're going, and how far we're getting there. And if we're going to get there. So to make things short and sweet, if you are what you eat, then you must be even more of what you think. Yay! Hello, hello, hello. How's everyone doing? I know it's been a long time, but I have more to come for you coming very shortly. I have been very adamantly putting things together and we'll see those things come in due time. But as it turns out, stop, Max. <laughs> my cat playing with me. I'm trying to um be on here you clawing my shirt and stuff. Um so let's go shirt and stuff. Um so as we were <laughs> before we got so rudely interrupted by my wonderfully tantalizingly wonderful cat. <laughs> um as I was saying, the last, um, well, I'm working on a few things and they'll be coming together in due time. So you'll see those things. I had to put myself in the right position for certain things. So here he comes again, wanting to play, but um, I had to put myself in a um, certain um, things to get those things together. I've been working really diligently. So as it turns out, uh, you'll see those things, but Right now, though, we're going to um, get into the topic of some self-love and what that's all about. For me, it's been a journey of fulfilling those things that were much, 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 much needed in the effort of, what is it saying, you know, uh, cleaning my own front porch and that's basically what I've been doing is cleaning my own front porch and taking care of my internal needs and making sure I do the due diligence that I would expect anyone to do for themselves as well. You can't help anyone else if you don't help yourself and that's what it's been about and that's what we're going to keep pushing the narrative to be is helping oneself before you turn around and can't find anyone out there to help you and you know one good turn deserves another is that a saying I think it is a saying something to that nature uh if you help someone else they help you but um you typically help yourself and you help others along the way so as we go along we'll be more into the uh conversation as we left off from um 
what is it to care for yourself and what is it to do the internal due diligence that's needed for your own well-being and growth and a lot of times we forget or don't realize it that we've been very neglectful of our own self and our well-being and our welfare is not at the helm of our uh, responsibilities as we would see it because we think that these other things take more precedence and as important as other things are if you're not okay then nothing else will be okay and we want to be better than okay but at the very least you know making sure that you're in a state to take care is very vital so as we push um into 2021 as it is now i find it being very very important that you know, the vibes that um, we give out are very good vibes. So I've been um, really, um, you know, intrinsically working into the inner work of um, who spirit is. So what does that all entail? That entails uh, doing a deep sea diving. There are so many different things that we could be going into as far as variables of what to do and what not to do, but we're just going to keep it simple. We'll go from um, simple to more intricate uh, details, but at this point in time, I think it's more important that we really uh, take the time to dedicate ourselves to really understanding uh, the avenue in it in and of itself of, you know, uh, looking at yourself, um, but not even just looking at yourself, but, you know, really taking into account, are you in the right place? Are you feeling okay? Are you working to make sure that you're in the right place for yourself? And a lot of times we get stuck with, um, these woulda, shoulda, couldas, and those things are entrapments in and of themselves. And as we keep pushing forward, you know, it's easy to get in the mindset of if, would, should, could, and all these other things. And yeah, they're there and they're not, you know, the best thoughts to keep, the best thoughts to have. And we do have to realize where we might have made a mistake here and there, but those are the things we do learn from. Those are the things that we keep on choosing to take uh, grains of salt from and not the whole container and you can you can make the wrong turn and turn yourself around if you need to and, and that's just fine but if you get stuck there then that's where you have to really do uh, or redirect have your uh, Siri turn you to the right direction and if you're using Google you use your Google and have her redirect. Um, if Siri is um, going to be anyone, it is going to be, as I would call it, or anyone else who's in the community of spirituality would call it your guides. Have have a moment to, you know, recollect where you are. But if you're realizing that you have to make these changes, or even that you're in the right place, you have to move forward without having to want to say I wish I you know those are some of the one things we don't want to have to say but um, 
aside from that, we are naturally able to adapt to our circumstances whenever it takes place. And, you know, healing takes time and effort and patience. And, you know, the one thing you have to learn, too, is that especially if you've overcome something, getting comfortable, not even comfortable, but getting used to those situations having had been changed by whatever means you made those changes by and allowing yourself to be elated in those um, circumstances being changed and sticking with that change and instead of going back to old habits that are very difficult to choose away from because you're so intricately used to those patterns you've built up and you know one of the many things you'll find is that your your physical form your body your rhythm is so in indebted to its um own I'm used to this type of mindset that it will continuous it will continuously feed you the narrative that it's used to until you keep on telling it hey that's not right you have a puppy and that puppy wants to keep on using a restroom in the house and you can't for anything in this world get it to stop using a restroom in this house until you learn what it needs to be able to understand what it is that you're directing it to do a great teacher um would tell you that uh a dog has the tendency to do the things that you would not expect to do because for it, it thinks on a different level of what you're thinking. So much like a, a, a creature has its own habits, your physical form has its own habits too. And when it comes to training an animal, even of yourself, being a person, a human of uh, having a spiritual, exp- a spirit having a human experience. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, you have to catch those curves. Um, what is causing you these particular um, nuances where you're not supposed to be doing these things? So, one of the things my my dog Princess used to do when she was going. Um, growing up she used to always go outside and we told her princess no we need you to stay in the house and of course you know it's not like she's gonna listen to every single word that you say because she's like she needs key terms but in anything we needed her not to be seen by the leasing office at the time and little do we know that <laughs> you know we're, we're we're we grew up in in the um with the old school um mine with mom you know uh we're used to you know you know you spank them and you tell them no and it's like you're not it's not like you're trying to kill the poor animal or anything no we're not those kind of people but you're used to saying like you do your baby no we don't do those things and oh god princess um would still do those things and she would continuously and especially if it was like something like you know using a restroom she would, you know, use it in the wrong place when she was a puppy. But as she got older, her wanting to be outside because she couldn't be outside was, you know, of course, very, very big for her. But in any case, um, we had to, what I learned was that 
she was learning that when she comes home, it was a bad thing because she would get a tapping because she came home. And when she would um, decide to run out the door, she was like, I'm going outside. And it wasn't about like, you know, I wanted to follow the rules. Well, it was because she wanted to be outside. But it was like she understood, you know, as humans, we're doing weird things to dogs or animals in, in particularly. We wash dishes. We use a restroom in a certain area in the house. We uh, sit down and watch television. We play on these little devices. And um, your pet is probably looking like, why are these humans doing these things? Why are you all uh, in your restroom with your, uh, you know, you using the restroom the way you do? Um, they don't understand that, you know, we've had a particular mindset that's come from what people like to call, quote unquote, civilized. And for her, going outside made sense. It makes sense. And I mean, of course, we all get to go in and out the door too. But it took for us to learn that you have to make sure that when she comes home to reward her instead of uh, punishing her for going outside. And if you have a puppy, um, people like to kennel train. You know, you kennel train your dog so that it learns, you know, not to use the restroom in the house or not to do certain things in the house or certain routines you create for your animal, A, B, C, and D. In the same effort, your physical form has to learn what it is that you don't want it to do anymore or what it is that the laws are. If there's anything I, I try to share with people is that you sit at the helm of the ship. You're at a throne, you're captain, and as you believe and as you see fit, so will your physical form do the same. And if you direct your form emotionally, mentally, physically, and, you know, uh, biochemically influence your form, um, tell your form, you will literally either correct this behavior or inform the behavior. And that's something not many people catch on to until they catch maybe one or two habits that they want to try to change. And if you're really attentive, you'll notice that the relief you feel also comes with a bit of emotional disturbance too. Because now that you don't have that uh, particular angst anymore, your body is like, I'm not used to this. What's going on? Oh my God, it's going to happen again. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And it panics. So if you're used to panic attacks or anxiety attacks and you know you were just calm, it's your body's way of expecting the wrong thing. Because why? It's used to the wrong thing. And now that you're building up a new habit, you might have changed your life over. You might have decided to do new things. You might have decided that I don't have to do these other things anymore. Now that you're able to calm your own self in a different type of way, now that you're able to provide for yourself in a different type of way, your life is going a different direction. And because your life has never been in these particular circumstances before, your physical body and your chemistry is really recognizing or really not used to recognizing these different things and so the response that you're getting is your anxiety levels creeping up on you out of nowhere and trying to remind you of the things you used to do and that you were used to and now you're like 
why am I having these panic attacks? Why am I having these anxiety attacks? And a lot of these times people have PTSD and no one can really tell you how traumatic an experience can or has to be or just is to be classified as PTSD. But if it's a traumatic experience, that particular experience will leave you with emotional wounds, if you will, that leave you uh, stunned at times or or hyperventilating or uh, restless. Uh, what is that term um, when you can't go back to sleep? <laughs> uh, you know, you, you can't, uh, you're restless and, it, and it's hard for you to keep um, steady you know, you're setting six to seven, eight hours of rest that you need for your body. If you're in those particular states, your body will really keep acting as if it's having had the worst experience in the world. So now you're having to retrain yourself to be at ease with your new aunts of differences that you have now. With that being said, you're having to learn to love your new circumstance and be okay with it. Now, you know you want or, you know, you're cool with the fact that life is better. But if your chemistry has yet to have caught up with the fact that these things are okay, great practice come from um, meditating to where you're in the new present moment. You're in your new state of um, living. It's a lot more that goes into it, but meditation really helps in the effort of making sure that you are able to move past those certain areas that you've come through so that you're able to stay in your in yourself, in your center, harmonizing with yourself and listening to your guides. You know, your guides are there to help you. It doesn't matter if they're angels, if they're spirit animals, if they're um, sun rays, light beams, it, it can be whatever it is that makes you understand that you're being communicated with, with something beyond yourself. And that tends to be to each its own, in my opinion. And you will, you kind of have your own knowing of what that is. And, you know, some people have dreams and some people have visions. Some people have transcended experiences to meet their, um, spirit guides or you know the uh, familiars that they have for themselves and other times um well yeah for the most part those are what most people do have and then you have uh like for me uh for a long time mine was just mainly cues I would really I don't know how to put it you know how you can watch these um charmed or uh, these other shows where they have like this um, sound that comes out of nowhere uh, that's like a crystals you know in the air making these weird sounds and it it dawned on me a couple years ago that that's um, your guides that's your knowing that's your um, higher power trying to let you know hey 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 this right here hey 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 pay attention right here and the more you get in tune with your life, you understand what those cues mean and what they're leading you towards and how they're directing you. I woke up the other day and it wasn't on by accident. I knew I was waking up for a reason. And that was just to make sure I got my behind up to get things done that need to get done. 
if you're asking the universe for something, if you're asking the creator for something, if you're asking the all-knowing, I like to call it the universe because that, to me, is a mechanism in which the creator uses to create and do things. You know, that's just, you know, a lot of more information we'll get into later on. But um, if you're asking for something and you're expecting that particular something, it's going to make sure that you're it will make sure that you're going to get those things, but you have to make sure that you're paying attention or how to put this. Leave yourself open to the messages that are around you. Some people look for numbers. Some people look for words. Some people look for pictures. Some people look for, uh, just circumstances and things of that nature. Synchronicity is a big part of the journey in which you're taking. And a lot of times what we don't uh, pay attention to happens to be right in front of us and we just don't know it. But as time goes on and you really slow down or if you're too distracted, you know, kind of give yourself some exercises to allow yourself not to be so distracted, which is why, you know, people do yoga, people do Tai Chi or, you know, prayer works and, you know, they, they sit and they just be silent or be quiet, those moments of stillness. And it allows you the ability to actually, (coughs) it allows you the ability to actually pay attention to what's going on around you. And you become more directed by the things that you find and experience. And because of those experiences, you no longer have to guess at what you're supposed to do anymore. You don't know. You no longer have to be concerned. Um, well, not even just be concerned. Rather, you no longer have to be uh, aloof as much. I mean, trust me, I'm still aloof at times because it's just you know my nature as a person. <laughs> but. Um, having the direction of your um, familiars helps to me to make sure that you're on the right path. And so getting into that rhythm of knowing your circumstances and your, and your, and your workings is a part of the greater beyond that you need to be able to be a part of. And for me, it's been a labor of love and really, um, paying attention to what's going on sometimes you really have to to set aside the time to be present so that you can be more present and it's not to take away from where you are in your life or where you're trying to go it's just to be able to give yourself some time to to stop moving stop pushing stop thrusting now mind you when you're doing this you you've not given up the journey you're breathing you're relaxing you're allowing yourself to take in the moment to be able to say I'm right here and that's where you get you're able to keep on pushing forward we all have to take a break we all have to take a moment we all have to take a second to get to where we want to be at and if you're on the verge of breaking down then you can't get to where you want to be you will only get broken down 
So caring for yourself is a necessity in the in the workings of getting to where you want to be at. And yeah, you have to enjoy the experiences you're having. Take time to take pleasure in those things because if you're not taking pleasure in those things, what's the point of you being here? What's the point of you experiencing anything that you have to offer and anyone else has to offer towards you? So we have the opportunity to literally take and see the life that we have grow and go into the directions that it can, that we want and that we wish for. And that even the creator, the divine being of all things wants for you. So if you're going to make these next moves, make them with a clear mind and clear intent. And when you do those certain things, you'll learn that you're much more clear about your actions, much more clear about where you're going, much more clear about your perception of the world and your own workings inside. It allows you the ability to be able to grow and mature in a way that you're supposed to and catch the vibe. The vibe is something we all would call either the flow or the you either have it not not that you don't not 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 that you either have it but you 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 have the vibe just being able to harmonize with the flow of things is just an incredible vibration of love that you have to be able to render yourself to and not just you know sit there and just let things happen but just go with the flow in some ways but you also have to do some of the diligent work in in your inner work but that's neither here nor there as you keep pushing forward you'll keep on seeing these changes that you're wanting to see and the best way to indulge in those things is to take take in the present moment and to really sit there in those present moments to appreciate where you are and where you're going and as much as anyone can ever 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 experience a labor of love it is hard but so rewarding a labor of love is really taking care of yourself in ways that you couldn't expect or would not expect to have been able to take care of anyone else because there are certain things that you can't do for anyone else that they need to do for themselves and no one else can do for you but you have to do for yourself and attending to those things allows you more to get more to to offer in your world of people in your world of circumstance and the more you're able to offer yourself it gives you the ability to offer more to other people too and that's one of the fine steps of of having abundant um care for yourself so as we um journey we continuously realize there there are so many things that um, we can be thankful for, so many things that we can show gratitude for, so many things that we can really give thanks um, to ourselves and to the greater for just having had either done or just experienced or just know and just, you know, really take in. And when we do those certain things, we find ourselves even more elated 
There are certain things that we have to take in and allow to happen for ourselves in order for us to be able to feel the way we want to feel. And gratitude is one of those great things that is important to us to know what it is that is most important to us that we are grateful for and that we need to continuously make sure that we are observant of our circumstances in the way that we can appreciate them we can't go looking for problems we can't go looking for solutions if we can't appreciate where we are now when we appreciate where we are now we can realize hey there are other things I need to work on and there are other things that are you know inescapable but in this moment I'm very fine I am good I'm I'm present and that's what we need to be at is present and tended upon doing the right thing for ourselves and other people being present is the most important thing we can do and you know this has been my biggest come come through um as a child you know you weren't realizing what that meant I mean you might have you know because you're a child and you're you're enjoying life and you're just you know in those moments but you know when you're a child at the age of 14 you know 12 11 it's the world that's around you that you're trying to compete with and you don't need to compete you just need to just be and when you get older you start realizing how insignificant it all was when it came to how much somebody else had how much somebody else did how much somebody else was you know getting all those things started to just kind of you know fade away because you're making your business to be more present in your own circumstance not even your circumstance but even in yourself just to be more present just to be more comfortable in life and we don't want to just be comfortable but comfortable in a way that you can breathe and not feel overwhelmed or or suffocating you want to be able to breathe in a, in the midst of you know you're transitioning your life you're changing to who you want to be you want to allow yourself the ability to be as great as you want and can be without leaving yourself behind bringing yourself towards your future is what you want is where you want to be at and if you don't take care of yourself you want to leave yourself behind and all your ambitions will be the only thing that comes to make it through and what will it be but an empty husk shell being in the midst of what you wanted for yourself and that's not a life you want because then if you feel empty you won't feel fulfilled you'll feel like everything else has happened but fulfillment as we push forward as we engage in our day-to-day actions being present is intrinsically important we don't want to take away from you know wanting to put ourselves in the right position so take yourself with you when you go forward don't leave yourself behind take care of yourself take care of yourself in the way that you need to be taken care of because if you don't who else will and we'll get more in depth into the the um love of self and all those things because 
for people like me, people like you who are just wanting to be able to be a part of, you know, the greater, what do you call it, the great, I'm just looking at all, but the great adventure, the, we want to call it the great adventure, you know, and you don't want to just be here just to be here, but be here. Well, be here in your present moment so that you can fulfill what it is that is you that you have to offer the world and see what you can bring out of it because every rose has its place. But as we look forward, we get to where we want to be at as we keep on allowing ourselves to open up to the world of opportunities that's right in front of us take the time to take those steps forward leaps of faith and abound where we want to so for right now we'll just leave it here I will catch you all on the flip side we will have another one of these shortly I promise and it won't be so long in between we will talk again and with all that I love you and take care ciao